BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, and welcome back to the What We Said podcast. I'm Chelsea, the brunette half. And this is JC. And I'm JC, and I'm the redhead half, but coming out of quarantine, I will probably also be brunette. We're going to be switched pretty much. JC's going to be the brunette half, and I'm going to be the grown out ombre stupid one. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I'm the stupid one. Well, Taurus season is in full swing, you guys. Aries season is long gone. Nick's a Taurus. Do you know any other Tauruses? I do not. Oh. Well, I don't really know much about them besides that they're stubborn, they value comfort. And they're kind, which sounds like Nick. So happy birthday to all the Tauruses. Happy birthday to all of you guys. I'm sorry if you're like me and your birthday's in quarantine, but it gives you an excuse to be creative with celebrations. Definitely. Um, happy Tuesday, guys. It's yeah. a new week. Hope everyone is feeling good. Um, Chelsea and I are currently wearing our matching, kind of. I'm wearing pink Air Force Ones. Chelsea's wearing her blue ones that she painted. Mm -hmm. I came across these pink Air Force Ones on Nike.com, which, by the way, they have a lot of really cute stuff right now. I don't know why I haven't really shopped on Nike very often. I've bought Nike stuff from other sources, like ASOS or I can't even think of where else, but I've gotten some cute stuff from Nike lately. So if you guys are in need of some like lounge clothes, some sneakers, you guys should check it out. Anyway, the point of the story is that I saw these pink Air Force Ones. I had never seen this color combination. And I was like, wow, those are really cute. And then I realized they were in the kids section. I was like, okay, I have pretty small feet. So maybe these will fit me. There's a big kids section and a little kids section. These were in the big kids section. So I looked and I discovered something that you can shop in the big kids section up until you're in size eight and a half in women's. So if you are a size eight and a half or lower, which I feel like a lot of people are. Yeah, I feel like seven's average. Yeah. Um, well, I think at least. You can shop the kids' shoes. And I, first of all, they're cheaper shoes. They're unique because they don't have this in the adult sizes. Mm-hmm. And I was just really excited about that discovery. And then I posted about it on TikTok. I was like, life hack. And people really came for me and were really upset. They're like, great, just gave it away. Like gave away the secret. I'm like, okay, one, why didn't anyone tell me the secret? Yeah. Two, I'm trying to spread the positivity. Did you guys listen to our last episode? Yeah. We are not, we do not want the the, um, mindset. There's enough for everyone. Yeah. We don't need the mindset of lack. We're trying to think about abundance here. I'm like, Okay, so what I shared the secret. I'm trying to spread the love, people. Mm-hmm. 
people were upset at me. I know. And, and you actually can do that in a lot of places. I remembered, because when you told me that, I was so shook and there are a lot of cute styles on there. And then yeah. I remembered um, actually our friend Tracy telling us that a couple years ago that you can shop in the Zara's kids section if you're like an extra small or a small and fit into some of their clothes. And that is a great hack as well because it's always cheaper. Again, yeah. they have different styles, like fur jackets and st- like just cute stuff. Well, and then people, a few people did comment and say like, yes, I do this on Vans or I do this on Adidas. One girl said that she got her Adidas Ultra Boost, which I have a pair of their like workout shoes. She said she got hers from the kids section for half off. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I know. I was looking so, at some of the, the workout ones. And I'm like, why have I never done this before? Yeah. Someone did say that they think that kids' shoes are maybe a little bit more narrow mm-hmm. than women's. But like when I'm wearing these, I, I feel no difference and I see no difference. When I'm yeah. looking at them, they don't look weird. You know, like maybe yeah. they would be a kid's style. They look like normal Air Force ones. So definitely. Anyway. You're Sorry welcome. to expose the secret to my, sh- you know, um, small feet gals, but I'm just trying to share the love. Yeah. Why don't we say some of our favorite places to go shopping for some quarantine fits? Okay. I like so, that. So, like a lot of you, I'm sure, I've been online shopping and it's not good because, but I'm trying to support the economy, you know? Wait, what I, mean? I have a question. What? So, I posted about some things that I had bought during quarantine and then again got kind of roasted but I want to get your take on this so people were saying like when you shop you're making like you're putting others in harm's way the people who have to deliver the packages to you and it's selfish and so for a second I was like ooh, like maybe that is kind of true but Hmm. then I was thinking but also if no one was buying stuff then they wouldn't have a job yeah and don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of, it seems to be, I'm not trying to be ignorant. I'm genuinely asking, yeah, that's what a do good you think? Point. I don't know. I've actually thought about that because it's like the same with the company itself. It's like, yeah, they're, they're working, but they're, there are some places that are closed. So yeah. I feel like the companies that want to be closed are closed. And like Brandy Melville, for example, if you go to their site, it's closed. Like they've closed down. Mm-hmm. So I think it's great. But yeah. I feel like some companies and some of these ones that I'm about to say, are, I feel like are a little smaller. Mm-hmm. They're probably trying to survive and pay their employees during this time. Right. So I don't know. That's a good Ev- point. Everyone's kind of in the same boat. It's like mm-hmm. you, of course, do want to support small businesses. And I do understand that. It's the same thing with like going out to like getting takeout. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to be doing the responsible and safest thing. But you also do want to support companies so that yeah. people that are working can get paid and we can, yeah, like support the economy. So that's it's an good, interesting thing. Anyway, yeah. I don't I don't know what the right answer is with that with that. But Me either. Um, regardless, here are some ideas if you want to do it. If you don't feel like that's right, then no need. No need. I think it's called by Sammy Ryan. I'm not sure if that's actually how you pronounce it, but on Instagram it's B-Y-S-A-M-I-I Ryan, I believe. I'm going to have to double check that. But they have really cute sweatsuits, like tie-dye ones. I just got this kind of brownish, tannish one that says kiss my butt. And it has like a little aristocrat on on it. And it's so cute. But again, a lot of lounge stuff gets sold out super fast. Gets sold out so fast. That's the Mm -hmm. thing. I'm trying to think of smaller companies that do sweatsets. Have you seen the tie-dye ones from the brand um, Mad Love? They're kind of, kind it's of a smaller, it's like a girl who does it and it's a yeah. smaller business. And so I always like want to support, I'm like, I'd rather support that than, you know, maybe some bigger company yeah. that has them in bulk, but hers sell out so fast. Literally, really? I kid you not within, it's 
like within, I don't even know how short of an amount of time because I wasn't on the website, but for sure within the day that she launches like new sweat sets that get sold out that day. So, which is good. She's, I mean, apparently she's thriving. Yeah, that is good. So that's good. Um, I, I'm trying to think of, as far as affordable goes, I feel like misguided Mm-hmm. has really good stuff. But again, they get sold out so quickly. Yeah. I also saw some really cute stuff on Urban Outfitters, but all of it was sold out. When I went to look at like the mm-hmm. sweats, they had like Calvin Klein sweats and they were really cute and they were sold out. Like, yeah, PacSun has cute ones, but they're mm-hmm. all sold out too. Um, You know what's a good brand that you've used and I just recently bought some stuff from is Los Angeles Apparel. Mm-hmm. They do like they're very all about sustainable, like ethical, paying their workers. And like, it's all in Los Angeles, I believe. Um, they have really cute and a lot of options for loungewear, like sweats, Lots of basics shorts. too. Yeah, lots of basics. I think it used to be American Apparel, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not positive they, like, that that's... it. But anyways, you should definitely check them out. I just got my package today and I really like it. I bought myself a birthday gift. So Amazon also has sweatsuits, which Chelsea has, mm-hmm. I haven't ordered any yet. I've been thinking about it. I will mention one more brand, Aritzia. Oh yeah. They have some really good stuff. They've been having a sale for the past little while. It was 20% off everything. And I did order two things, but again, they just get sold out so fast. Like yeah. everything you want is just, ugh, it's kind of a crazy time. I know. I feel like people actually are really going, going ham on the online shopping right now. Yeah. For, especially for loungewear. Yeah. Like comfy clothes for sure. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break to talk about our new favorite subscription, which is Cosbox. It is a quarterly, so four times a year, if you don't know what that means. I'm just like being <laughs> just so condescending. Well, you guys don't know what quarterly <laughs> means. Um, subscription box. So it is curated by women for women that is filled with all sorts of amazing products and brands that are ethical, sustainable, and have a positive mission to give back and make the world better. Every cause box is limited edition and comes with six to eight full-size products. You can get everything from skincare and jewelry to homewares and accessories. I actually got my makeup bag from there um, that I got a cause box probably like six months ago and it's my favorite makeup bag. It's the perfect size. The last four boxes sold out within days, which I completely believe because you get over $250 worth of products for only $50. When my cause box arrived, you guys, it came when I, on a day when I was vlogging and so I opened it for my vlog channel and I was so happy and giddy. It literally felt like Christmas morning just getting a box of all this really cute stuff. So what came in my box was some dainty earrings that were really, really cute, a jade roller, which worked out perfectly because my jade roller had just barely broken, actually, a little travel bag, reusable utensils, which I'm very excited mm-hmm. about, an insulated tumbler, This which is one I'm of our favorite with. items. Yeah. I use it all the time. The tumbler is a must for like, I use it mostly for like chai or turmeric lattes, mm-hmm. but so, so good. And then this correcting primer, so to put on before makeup, which I recently used and really, really like it. Each cause box also comes with a magazine that tells the story and mission behind each product in the box. This would be such a good gift, you guys, for your mom, for your sister, for a friend. It's literally just a bundle of amazing gifts. Would highly recommend. Of course, what we said listeners get an exclusive discount. Go to www.causebox.com slash what we said and use the code what we said to get your first box for 30% off. As in you can get your first box worth over $250 
$8 for less than $39, you guys, and free shipping. So go check out Causebox right now. Again, it's C-A-U-S-E box.com slash what we said. I can tell you guys right now that you will be obsessed. Let me read, let me read a review. Yeah. Because we want to get back into that because you guys are so nice. You take the time to leave us these very kind reviews. And then we haven't been reading them um, lately on the podcast. So but we have in our hearts and in our minds been reading them. <laughs> well, we still read them all, but we don't yeah. share them as often. Okay. So this one says, in love with this podcast. This podcast is the absolute best. It feels like JC and Chelsea are right next to you the whole time, just mm-hmm. helping you be your most wholesome self. The laughs are genuine. The stories are genuine. And you can absolutely feel the love. We need more positive energy like this in the world. Cute. I love that review. I love that too. It was by Addie Harpold. She didn't put her Instagram handle at the end. But if you guys want to get a shout out, put your Instagram handle when you leave us a review. Yeah. Um. So thank you so much for that review. It was very, very sweet. And Chelsea, tell what? them what our topic is today. I mean, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Before we get into that, I want to give one more shout out because okay. Brianna Hare on Instagram. So that's B-R-I-A-N-N-A-H-H-A-I-R. Wow. Okay. Brianna with an H at the end and then Hare. She actually just bought a studio or not a, a studio, a salon, I believe. And obviously right before all of this happened and now she can't work in it, obviously. Yeah. Or take clients. So she started to sell um, hair dye kits, basically. So if you have blonde hair, she's selling um, made-to-order, like, color dye. So, like, pink or purple or blue that washes out in a couple washes. So fun. So I got some purple one. I haven't used it yet, but be looking out for my lilac hair. But definitely people like that I want to support. And especially when you're in a sticky situation like that where right before all this happened, you invested in something. Yes. Um, Okay, that is heinous. Yeah. Give her some love. Go show her some love and get your... We know you guys want to dye your hair. We know you want to make a TikTok of the it's process. screaming at you. Yeah. We know you want lilac hair. Mm-hmm. Give me matching. Okay, sorry. What was the question? Oh, today... I just, <laughs> yeah, I was saying introduce them to the topic. Today we are talking about and reading your proposal stories. Crazy, cute, whatever it may be. And we're going to start out by telling you our proposal stories. First of all, let me say we recorded this one in 2018. Like... This episode, yeah, this idea this, for an episode. We had people send in idea or the, in their stories and we read them. We recorded the entire episode and then we literally lost it into the abyss of iCloud or something. I the don't know where the heck it is. audio file vanished into thin air and we were so upset because we loved this mm-hmm. concept. And then people have been asking for it recently and we're like, we got to record that again. Yeah. But we needed some time because we had recorded the whole hour podcast and we're like, yeah. you know, we can't just do it again. So now it's literally been almost two years. So we're, we're in need and we have obviously new stories and we're excited. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I got engaged first. So I'll go mm-hmm. first. Um, my proposal went a little like this. I was very surprised at the timing of it. Leif and I had already picked out a ring, but I actually had just given him kind of some, like some pointers as to what direction I wanted um, him to go in for the ring. And he just like sent me photos. I, I never saw it in person. I never went with him or anything. He just sent me photos of a few different rings. And I was like, oh, I like that one the best. And he, and that was it. So literally less than a week later, he proposed to me. And I was shocked Quick by the time. turnaround. Because I knew for a fact, I'm like, I know he's going to have to get that ring resized because my finger is like a size four something. It gets very small. So I'm like, okay, I know it's not an average size ring. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or it is an average size ring and he's going to have to get it resized. Wait, he didn't know your size? 
No, he did. But I'm oh. saying I knew it wasn't just like, oh, ready to go. Like mm-hmm. they're going to have to resize it because my fingers are small. Yeah. So um, I told him my size, like I had gotten measured, whatever. We actually, that's a lie. We went and looked at other rings, but I don't think there was one that I was like, I want this one super bad. So he had gone ring shopping on his own and then sent me photos. So anyway, we went to Idaho for Thanksgiving to stay at my sister-in-law's. She wasn't my sister-in-law yet, but my sister-in-law's cabin. I went with Leif's family to like celebrate Thanksgiving with them. And we were staying at this cabin in Idaho. And one of the days, and I cannot for the life of me remember if it was the day before or after Thanksgiving, but I think it was the day after. We were just kind of driving around Idaho was actually very pretty because it was really snowy. Idaho is beautiful. It really is. So we were driving around. We were like taking photos. That's a very normal occurrence because obviously we take photos all the time. So we were driving around like having a snowball fight and whatever, you know, doing our thing. It was me and Leif and then Allie and Cohen. So that's my friend that set us up originally, if you saw my love story on TikTok, and then Leif's brother. So it was us four driving around and we stopped at this waterfall and we got out and we, it's funny because like I asked to take a photo and he just knew I would. So he knows you so well. He knows me so well. So I was like, Leif, let's get a photo in front of the waterfall. And he's like, okay. And, and Ali had my camera and she was taking pictures of us. And then we took a few and then he got down on one knee and I was, and obviously it's all like captured on photo. And I think a video as well. I, I think, think Cohen there is had, a video. Yeah, I think Cohen and Allie both had a camera or something. Anyway, so he got down on one knee and I was like <laughs> genuinely in shock. That is like, crazy. I was not expecting it at all. When you told me you were, I was shocked as well. I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I was shocked. You know what is funny is that Leif asked my dad for like my hand in marriage and everything, but he didn't tell my family that he was going to propose to me. That Oh, yeah. Like so, When it happened? Yeah. And I'm like, isn't that kind of weird? Like, I feel like yeah. you should have been like, I'm going to propose her this weekend or something. But my family was in Arizona. They had no idea. So I called mm-hmm. them like, I'm engaged. My mom's like, sorry. Like, <laughs> she knew that he, we were going to get married because like, yeah. he had already asked my dad. But it was like, it was just so soon that it happened from when he asked and from when the ring happened. So anyway, of course I said yes. It's all a blur, to be honest. I don't remember really what he said. But he asked me to marry him. It was the best moment ever. So fun. So exciting. And then the next day, I broke my left hand. And I couldn't <laughs> wear my wedding for months. Oh, my gosh. So I to give you a very brief rundown of that story. I was going down a hill on a snowboard. But I, I can't even say I was snowboarding because we were not at a resort or anything. We were literally in the backyard of the cabin on a hill. Like a pretty small hill. Yeah. And they just had snowboards. So I got on one and I was going down and it was going actually very fast. And I was like, whoa, this is actually a little too fast for my (laughs) comfort level. So I leaned back and put my hands back to sit down and I broke, literally snapped my left hand in half. I kid you not. And I didn't know what I did. So, so right when it happened, I just felt like heat, like up my hand. And I was in so much pain that I passed out. Oh my so God. Leif was like running towards me and I was like, oh, I'm going to pass out. And he's like, no, you're not. No, you're not. And I literally passed out and they put me on a four-wheeler and then drove me back into the cabin because it was like a little while away. Yeah. And I was literally on the four-wheeler, just completely unconscious. Wait, you you passed out for a while? No, but like, I mean, enough to where they like put me on a four-wheeler yeah. and I'm just like, uh, and then I kind of come to when I'm like almost to the cabin. What the heck? And then I went inside and… I had no idea what 
Like, I didn't even know what hurt. I thought I broke a finger or both my fingers because yeah. I couldn't, like, really bend my fingers because it just was <gasps> so sore. And then, anyway, I they were like, should we take you to the doctor, like, the emergency room? And I was like, no, I'm fine. Like, if anything, I probably sprained my fingers or something. Literally, the next day, my hand was this big. Oh, my god! It gosh. was a balloon. Like, it was huge. And we were driving home to Arizona that day, so— I drove the entire way to Arizona with my hand just massive and so bruised. Oh, my gosh. And then when I got home, I got an x-ray. And he's like, yep, you broke it, like, literally in half. And I almost had to get surgery. I had to wear a cast. We had to, like, oh, postpone yeah. our engagement photos. I had a massive cast for, like, literally months. I forgot about that. So that's my um, engagement horror story. Wow. But, and you know what's so annoying is that I opted to not have the surgery mm-hmm. because— I'm just like, I'm not getting a surgery right before my wedding. This is yeah. so annoying. And he 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 wasn't like, you absolutely need it. But he said, we can put like a screw in there, whatever. And I was like, I'm fine. And I will say, like to this day, my left hand bugs me. Like when I really? when I um, close it, it kind of like, like, I can't even explain it. Really? But it, it does weird things where it can't do what I want it to do all the time. Like it takes me, I can't just like go like this. Like it kind of takes oh, a while. Oh, what the Isn't heck? that weird? Wait, do that again. That's weird. Ooh. I'm like, ew, you're a freak. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's weird. So I'm like, cool. I probably should have gotten the surgery, but whatever. Oh, well. Maybe down the road I'll have to get one. Yeah. Let's I mean, I'm like, your- hopefully. <laughs> Let's hear you. I That's crazy. Truly, I have to also say, I drank a Celsius, like a half a Celsius before this. And I remember one time Beth was saying before a meeting, I drank a Celsius. And she was like, I have never heard you talk that fast my whole life. And I feel like I, that's just what I was doing, is talking at the no. speed of light. No? I don't think so. Okay. Maybe not. But when I drink I energy like we always drinks, kind of talk fast. I just talk at the speed of light, and it's it's a little much. I'm yeah. like, I got to slow down. Yeah. Taking a quick break to talk about CBD, y'all. CBD has a ton of benefits, you guys. It can help with sleep, pain, stress, and lots more. There is no high hangover or addiction. I feel like this is a common misconception about CBD. It works naturally to help you feel better. So navigating the world of CBD can be a little bit complicated and it feels they're trying to make the process as simple as possible. So they also have a CBD hotline if you're new to it with text message support to kind of help guide your experience, which I think is really awesome. And also when the product comes to you, it comes with a little booklet with instructions. So it's all laid out really clearly and their premium CBD is delivered directly to your doorstep. They have a hassle-free membership program that is guaranteed to help you feel your best month after month or your money back. It is that simple. And I must say that this packaging is so beautiful, so minimal, um, really looks beautiful next to the bed or wherever mm-hmm. you want to put it. It's like very cute CBD. I know, I know, I know, but marketing is important, okay? Branding is important. So I absolutely love this stuff. I use it mostly to help me sleep at night because I have a hard time falling asleep and staying asleep throughout the night. So that's mostly what I use it for. Um, and I have really, really liked it so far. Yeah, my husband, Nick, uses it all the time. We have a subscription that we pay for, let me add, because he loves it so much. And my mom also used it, like I've said before, for her thumb. When she came to visit me, I gave her a little bit. Um, because she has arthritis in her thumb and she said that it helped her. So you can become a member today by going to feels.com slash what we said and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That is F-E-A-L-S dot com slash what we said to become a member and get 50% off automatically from your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash what we said. Go get yourself some CBD. 
okay, well, I got engaged literally probably two or three weeks after Daisy. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we had gotten the ring. We'd been ring shopping. And I remember it's so weird because I think we talked about this before where sometimes you just don't know what's actually happening even though you have the ring and like you know you're getting married and you know you're going to get engaged. You still, it's, you're still surprised when it mm-hmm. happens. Because we went and shopped for the ring. I like literally picked out my ring and knew he bought it and knew he had it. And then he talked. Nick is horrible at secrets, first of all. <laughs> like today, he basically like spilled what he's getting me for my birthday. When we're recording this, it's before my birthday. Like with no effort on my part, bar- barely any effort pulling it out of him. But anyways, so he asked my dad and my mom to like, you know, for their blessing. And that night he came to pick me up from work and he was like, in just like the best mood. And I was like, what's going on? And he's like, okay, I'll tell you. I just went and asked your dad like <laughs> for your hand in marriage. And I'm just like, oh, okay, that's awesome. I was like so excited and just so happy. And he was like, it was awesome. Like, and, and then I told my mom and dad that he told me and they were like, oh, okay, well, I guess we can tell you. Like, it was so sweet. He was so nervous. But then I had a show coming up. Like I was singing with a couple friends that I had that were coming down from Utah who were also performers. And I was in charge of the show basically because it was in my hometown in Arizona. So we actually had the show at JC's ex-boyfriend's house That's in his backyard. So say that is such a weird concept. Like now that I'm thinking back, I'm like you got engaged in my high school boyfriend's backyard. <laughs> yeah. Like we, we this hung is my out ex, there. Yeah. yeah, it's like this is my ex-boyfriend that I dated for years. Yeah. When I think about it, I don't even think that's about that fact. So but then funny. when I really consider it, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so weird. Wait, I have to, okay, I have to make a very small inner, inner yeah. Uh, objection. Yeah. So I was already engaged at the point that you were engaged. Yeah. And I w- obviously went to your performance. And yeah. We're going to talk about that in a second. But um, obviously my ex-boyfriend was there because it was his backyard. Oh, yeah. And like… I just remember he… Wait, he was there? Yeah, he was. I don't remember seeing him there. He was there. And um, I remember now that you're saying that, that he came up to me and was like, congratulations. And like talked to Leif for a second and like gave me a hug and was like, I'm so happy for you. Like I want to see your ring. And I showed him my ring and I was like, that was so nice. Yeah. And we just had like a really… Yeah. We had like a really good interaction. And I was like, wow, this is like… This is all coming full circle. Like mm-hmm. I dated you for a long time, but you're so actually so such a nice guy, yeah. and you're so nice to the guy I'm marrying. And yeah. like, it just was like a really great night. Anyway. Yeah, his family is super nice oh, too. Like they're the best. We I don't even know why we had it there, but I remember like I don't know if I like reached out to them or something. But anyways, they have a really nice backyard. Yeah, so their backyard's beautiful. We awesome. were setting it up, and I remember. I wanted it to like be cool, like because I was in charge of it. So I wanted to have lights and I wanted to have it like people sitting on tapestries on the floor and just have it low key because it was a Christmas show. And I just wanted to be like intimate, you know, didn't want all the thousands of my fans. <laughs> no, I mean, it was very, it was pro- for a very small crowd. But when we were setting it up, I remember Nick being very particular about everything, which is not like him to even care. And I remember he was like trying to set up the spotlights and he's like, well, what's the best lighting like on your face and stuff? And I remember being like, it doesn't really matter. Like, and leading up to it, I had always wanted, ever since I started performing, I was like, I want my future husband to propose to me at one of my shows. Like that would be so cute and so sweet. So when this was happening and I already knew that he had the ring and everything, bless you. Thank you. I still, people are like, you knew. I literally did not know that it was going to happen. There was part of me that like hoped that he would. And I remember thinking like, 
don't get your hopes up. Like, so don't even think about it. So it wasn't even an option in my mind. I was trying not to have any expectations for it. And anyways, I go up, long story short, all of my friends and family were there. And I remember like way more people came than usual because I had performed a lot and like, you know, people don't, all of my friends and family don't come to every single show. Mm -hmm. And I remember just like so many people being there and being like, what the heck? Like my grandparents, my aunts, uncles. And after I ended my set, I either had one more song or I was done. I was like, okay, thanks like so much for listening. Next is going to be like my friend who was performing. And then I remember seeing Nick get up and like, I just remember him walking towards me and I remember being like, what the heck is he doing? Like, and he was saying something and I think he said like, wait, I have one more for you or like, there's one more thing. And then he came up and like proposed me again. Don't remember what the heck he said. Cause I remember just being like freaking out almost like, wait, what? Like I was actually so surprised. Yeah. And also nervous because I was in front of like so many people. And then I guess there was like a sign like in the crowd, like someone had a marry me sign in there. Yeah. And I didn't see it at all (laughs) until after. Like they were like, did you see the sign? And I was like, no, I literally didn't. I was looking at him. I am. But yeah, it was crazy. JC was there. She took pictures. It was really cute. I was very, very happy with it. Did you, I was thinking, I'm sure it wasn't weird that I was there with the camera because that's no. just how life always was. Yeah. Like, because I was sitting, but I remember trying to make sure I was in the best spot possible. Yeah. So I was so nervous the whole time, just making <laughs> sure like, okay, is the lighting good? Like, where is the best place? Which way is he going to walk so that I can get it? Whatever, the people around me. I was yeah. in the crowd, quote unquote, but yeah. I had my camera ready to go. So I'd be like, sorry guys, can you move? Like, yeah. I was so stressed to get the That's perfect so shot. It's so funny. It's so funny. Like, I even saw the other day my Instagram post like announcing the show like to asking people to come and I'm like that's so weird I had no idea that that was like gonna be the night that he proposed to me but I know it was it was crazy the pictures were great so oh. thank you for being there you're the, welcome the benefits of having a best friend that's a photographer <laughs> I have benefited from it my whole entire life truly since the what moment a we met <laughs> that's so funny Hold up, wait a minute. We're gonna talk about collagen. Collagen is vital to help support the health of your skin, hair, nails, and connective tissues. As we get older, our bodies naturally begin to produce less collagen, and the first signs of aging start to occur. So, sports research collagen peptides provide the best product at the best price. Did you know it is the highest rated collagen product on Amazon? Wow. Which really says a lot. So, sports research collagen powder is truly third party certified and non GMO verified. They're offered in a variety of flavors. My favorite is chocolate, personally. They have a vanilla one. I believe they even have an unflavored one, which is nice if you want to add it to smoothies and stuff. Sports Research Collagen Peptides can be added to coffee, oatmeal, yogurt, soup, and sauce. So there's no excuse not to incorporate some collagen into your diet. Sports Research also has a ton of different products, you guys. You just need to go on their site and check them out. But they have a lot of at-home workout essentials that I feel like could come in very handy. I've been using their resistance bands. Yeah, me too. I love them. And they're really, really good. And they just have a lot of different stuff for working out at home, which is perfect for this time. So if you guys are interested in any of that stuff or obviously their collagen, definitely go to their website. Mm-hmm. If you want to amp up your workouts at home because you're missing the gym or you know if you used to go to a class, definitely sports research is the place to visit to get all of your essentials to 
really step up your workout and get more out of it. Agreed. So who is Sports Research? You might be asking. Well, they were established 40 years ago and are a family-owned and operated company dedicated to providing the highest quality health and wellness products that complement your healthy lifestyle. Sports Research believes in using the best ingredients so you can have total peace of mind about the supplements you're taking. From certifications to the ability to track your lot, Sports Research is all about honest messaging and unmatched transparency, meaning you can always trace back to the source, which is very important. What you get is what you see. Or what you see is what you get. Sorry, I'm dead. <laughs> like you get what you get and don't throw a fit. So we have a special offer for you guys, of course. If you go to sportsresearch.com and use the code what we said at checkout right now, you'll get 20% off your order. That's 20% off site-wide at sportsresearch.com with code what we said at checkout. Go, go check, check it, it out. out. Okay, well, should we get into these stories? Yeah, let's get into it. Let's get right into it. You can go first, Chelsea. Okay, this one is called hot chocolate. Well, I don't know if they called it that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know the people, but we were at Christmas lights and we saw it. It was a freezing cold day, but it was one of the last days that the lights were going to be on. We saw a man get on one knee to propose to the lady he was with. The problem was the box had froze shut and he couldn't get it open. Stop. They were both trying to open the box but couldn't. As we stood there watching, my dad went and bought hot chocolate for the both of them. He gave it to them and the lady started pouring it on the box. It finally opened and she said yes. Don't forget the guy was on his knee the whole time and it had froze to the ground. He was stuck and had to pour his hot chocolate on the ground to get his knee unstuck. Luckily, they both had good humor and were laughing during the whole thing. Oh, just moment ruined. Yeah. Have you— Am I crazy that cold water, like, unfreezes ice better than hot water? I have no idea. Hmm. <laughs> I've never lived in a cold place in my life. Oh. I think, so I, wouldn't I think know that's that. true, but could be. Okay. I'm like, idiot. <laughs> Hi, JC and Chelsea. My crazy slash funny proposal experience was definitely unforgettable. My then boyfriend of four years had decided it was finally time to propose to me. He picked the cutest location, a cabana with lights strung on it on the beach during the sunset. Sounds dreamy. Yeah. There were about three cabanas total in the area with no reservations. When I arrived on scene, there was a huge party with a ton of people in the cabana right next to us. They were bumping. They were bumping to loud rap music and dancing around everywhere. It looked like a lot of fun, but was totally ruining the romantic mood my boyfriend was trying to set. He got down on one knee to the song She Twerking. No. (laughs) She twerking by cash out. If you have not heard the song, please listen to it. Then while we were trying to eat the meal that he had cooked and brought there for us, the partiers decided to start lighting off ratchet fireworks that you get from the gas station, probably about five feet away from our cabana. I could barely get down my fettuccine without my ears popping every few seconds. We laugh about it now, and you better believe we will be playing She Twerkin' at our wedding reception. We are both huge fans of the podcast. Love y'all. That is hilarious. Wait, I don't know what that song is. I don't either. I'm looking up on Spotify as we speak. Don't worry. We are about to. Oh, my gosh. As he gets on one knee, I cannot with that. She Twerkin'. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That would be so fun to dance to at your wedding, to be honest, though. Seriously. When that's a bop, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. OMG, I've been waiting and waiting waiting to write in, and finally my time has come. But before I tell my BFF's amazing story, let me take a second to appreciate you lovely ladies. Y'all are the highlight of my week, especially during quarantine time. I never get bored through long drives and late nights. I have cried and laughed through every episode. I love you guys dearly. Never stop spreading the joy you give everyone that watches you guys. Love y'all. Oh, that was so, so sweet. sweet. Thank you. Next. (laughs) Next thing, you just read all the compliments. Yeah. Okay, so my bestie, does that joke ever get old? Probably not. (laughs) Okay, so my bestie has quite the story. So it all started when my best friend, let's call her Anne, and her boyfriend, let's call him John, decided, 
very creative, (laughs) decided they wanted to get married at some point. It was just the matter of the ring. John got the ring and decided he should make a huge gesture or do something crazy. He decided he was going to take Anne on a helicopter ride and propose to her in the air. Everything was going smoothly until he popped the question and something in the engine failed for a second. No. The helicopter went sideways a bit to the point that the ring fell out of the box and was lodged into Anne's throat, causing her (gasps) airway to be almost cut off. John tried to help as much as possible, but he was tightly strapped into a helicopter. He was screaming and Anne was turning blue. The pilot looked back and saw what was happening and quickly changed the course to a nearby hospital. When they landed, he got them unstrapped and John carried Anne to the hospital where she was saved with only moments to spare. Now they are happily married, expecting twins. Again, thanks for the podcast and hope you got a laugh out of my friend's crazy proposal story. You have got to be kidding me. If that's fake, wow. But if that's not fake, oh my (laughs) gosh. First that of all, is terrifying <laughs> in and of itself. A helicopter, like, having complications. Yeah, absolutely not. On top Wait, of it, you're choking who is to death. It? Who is it that was telling me they were in a helicopter and, and it, like, for a moment, it, like, kind of went you crazy? just told me this story, but it wasn't me. I who know. told you that. I don't remember who it was. But they were saying they were in a helicopter and for a moment they were, like, had a little scare. And she's like, never absolutely again will not. I be in a helicopter. Dang, I'm sorry whoever told me that. That is so terrifying. Choking on your ring. Wowza. Okay. Hi, JC and Chelsea. First off, I just want to say how much I love y'all on this podcast. I never really liked podcasts until this one. I look forward to it every week. Anyways, this isn't necessarily a proposal that went wrong, but it's pretty funny and creative, so I thought I would share it with you. Okay, so my brother had been dating this girl for a while and wanted to propose. Everyone kind of knew that it was going to be happening, including her. He really wanted to catch her off guard and do it when she was not expecting it. So this is how she got her ticket to eternity. My mom was at work and everyone was at school but me. He called her and told her that my car would not start and that I had an appointment to get to and had no way of getting to it. He asked her if she could take me, but she needed to hurry fast or I was going to be late. My brother knows and is buddies with this police officer. My brother hid in the back of the car and I got to dress up as a police officer in the front to sneakily film. The plan was to pull her over. So she's like in the in the whatever passenger seat. The plan was to pull her over, hopefully by speeding. On the way to my house, there is this big hill. So we parked at the top of that so no one could see us in time to slow down if they were speeding. Of course, with our luck, she was not really speeding, but we pulled her over anyway. (laughs) The officer went over and talked to her with some BS story that this car was a stolen vehicle. All while talking to her, my brother snuck out and got behind the police car. I don't know all of what the officer told her, but he asked her to get out of the car and had her walk to the back where my brother was down on one knee. She was so shocked and was not expecting it to say the least she had never been pulled over before so i can only imagine how she was feeling only to come to find out the love of your life proposing to you instead she said yes of course oh that's cute and also terrifying but i also feel like okay first of all getting pulled over is just the worst thing especially well i'm sure the cop was not a jerk to her but it's like the feeling of getting pulled over and he's like this is a stolen vehicle get out of the car you're like i'm terrified yeah that's terrifying and then to be met with like him proposing, yeah. you're like, okay, two opposite ends of the spectrum. My emotions are on a roller coaster. Seriously. That is creative, though. That is really creative. That's cool. Okay. I had planned on proposing to my wife in the winter. So this is one of our male listeners. Ooh, the plan was to do a snowshoeing hike at night with headlamps on my family's property in rural Utah. Wait, I've heard snowshoeing is so fun. Have you ever been? No. Me neither. The night before, my friends and I stayed up until 3 a.m. setting up candles and string lights at the designated spot where I would drop the knee at the end of our hike. That's so cute. There were all these boys setting up lights and candles. 
The next day, we started out on our adventure. I picked her up, and as we were driving down, I was really nervous and word vomiting random information and mentioned how there is sometimes wildlife that they have seen on the property. Moose, deer, especially a mountain, occasionally a mountain, especially. <laughs> occasionally a mountain lion. He's like, there will be a mountain lion here to <laughs> greet you. Oh, where we would be hiking. My fiance said that kind of made her nervous, especially because we were snowshoeing in the dark, but I assured her it would be fine. Wait, that's actually so scary. Yeah. <laughs> we pulled up, got out of the car and started walking. Not 10 steps away from the car, my fiance stopped and pointed down the road. What is that? She asked. About 20 feet down the road, there was a huge dark animal walking towards us. Absolutely not. Initially, I thought it was a horse, but as it got closer, I realized it was a huge moose. Yikes. Getting trampled was not on the agenda. I tried to keep my cool and said we should back away slowly back into the car. We made it back to the car safely and my fiance was terrified. I honked the horn to scare the moose off. The moose ended up disappearing into the trees, but by then my fiance already wanted to go home. Oh, shoot. She was not feeling safe and seeing the moose was enough to turn her off to snowshoeing in the dark. I was frantic. Oh, it was in the dark and the moose was there. That's yes. horrifying. I was frantically trying to reassure her that it would all be okay. After much convincing, we even said a prayer, lol. She agreed to go. Relieved, we put on our snowshoes, started the small hike. It was dark, and at one point we stopped to rest. My fiancé wanted to take a picture of us. She didn't have her phone, so she reached into my coat pocket to grab my phone, the pocket that the ring was in, and I snapped at her and jumped away. Luckily, she didn't feel the box. We were about five minutes from the beautiful end of the hike, and we hear some sounds in the bushes. It was dark and honestly a little creepy. And she was insistent on turning around and going back. I was <laughs> dying. Oh my God. I put on my bossy pants and said that we were so close and that she would be sad if she didn't see the end. We kind of gotten a little tiff about turning back or not. So romantic. <laughs> in the end, we kept on. So I said that we should make loud noises, whistling, etc., so that we don't startle any animals. Side note, this actually was perfect because it kept us safe and helped our friends who were hiding know that we were close by. Eventually, yeah, that is smart. Mm -hmm. The candles and lights came into view. We excitedly approached. I proposed. She was so surprised. She said yes, and it was beautiful. All the tension and fears from before melted away. We hiked back, and as we got near the car, the moose was 10 feet away and walking towards us again. Although it gave us a scare, it was less traumatic because we were on cloud nine and engaged. Four years later, still happily married with a baby girl on the way. So happy she said yes. Anyways, thanks for reading and sharing. Sorry it was so long. I love listening to the podcast and all the great stories and advice you share. Stay safe and healthy. Faithful male listener. I love I that so much. I love that. That, that is, would be so frustrating. You're like, can you just come on? <laughs> oh my gosh. And I've heard so many stories like that where you kind of get into a fight because something goes wrong. But the yeah. person, obviously the guy who's proposing is so insistent. And the girl's mm -hmm. like, dude, I don't want to whatever. Yeah. And it's like, like Chandler and Monica and friends. Mm -hmm. That whole situation. Yes. Okay. As part of my birthday gift, my boyfriend, now husband, got me a weekend getaway in downtown Toronto, about three hours away from the small town we lived in at the time, and the hotel was booked for a weekend the following month in June. His original plan was to propose to me on the beach on Center Island. However, we have the worst luck when it comes to weather. We have a history of bad weather on trips. The weekend of our Toronto getaway, it absolutely poured rain and was extremely windy the entire weekend. It was basically a Canadian hurricane. 
Cool. Despite the weather and me not knowing his ulterior motives, the proposal, I insisted that I still wanted to walk around downtown and explore. We decided to try to find ponchos to walk around in so we didn't get soaked, but it was Gay Pride weekend in Toronto and every store was sold out because of the event and the weather. So we resorted to purchasing large black garbage bags instead. After exploring the city for a small amount of time in our garbage bags and getting <laughs> soaked and blown around, we decided to go back to our hotel room. I changed into dry clothes. My boyfriend took off his garbage bag, but refused to take off his soaking wet jeans so they could dry. After trying to convince him to take them off and let them dry and him being stubborn, I gave up. He then said he had one more gift for me. He said I had to open it on the bed. So I sat on the bed, which did not work for his plan. He then proceeded to try to get me to stand and face the bed while I opened it, but I was being very uncooperative and I did not understand why he was insisting this. I finally obliged... And when I opened the gift, it had a note inside a box that said, turn around. And he was down on one knee and proposed. He later said that the reason he refused to take off his soaking wet pants was because he didn't think it was classy to propose in his underwear. Needless to say, it was it was the perfect storm, pun intended. That's so cute. That's so sweet. Again, like when you're trying to do something right before, and they're like, can you just cooperate? You <laughs> yeah. like, turn around and face yeah. the bed. She's like, why? Like, that would literally be me. Just like sit laying on the bed. Like, <laughs> He's like, can you stand? He's like, why? Uh, it's so funny. Kindergarten proposal. I don't know why I keep reading the titles of these. Sorry, <laughs> it gives it the whole thing away. <laughs> Hi, Chelsea and JC. I'll try and keep this intro short, but I just wanted to say that you both inspire me in so many ways. I follow both of you on Instagram, YouTube, the podcast, and of course, TikTok, and y'all always make me laugh. The story is kind of long, but I promise it's so worth it. Anyways, here's the hilarious story of my older sister's engagement. My sister Alex is a kindergarten teacher and is obsessed with her students. When her boyfriend hmm, her boyfriend <laughs> Chad was trying to come up with a way to propose to her, he knew that he wanted to somehow incorporate her students into it. Chad talked to my sister's teacher's aide, teacher aide, her name is Taylor, to get a game plan on how to propose. If you don't know what a teacher's aide is, it's pretty much the second teacher that helps out in the classroom. The plan was set and this was how it was supposed to go. Taylor told Chad to come around noon when the kids and Alex were in the lunchroom. Taylor would stay back in the classroom to grade papers so she could let Chad in the classroom. Most of the staff knew about the plan, so the principal was told to call my sister to the front office for an important meeting after lunch. Another teacher took the students back to the classroom so Taylor could get the kids ready and in place. The plan was that the kids would all sit side by side on the floor, each holding up a different letter that would spell out, will you marry me? Okay, adorable. Yeah, everything was set and ready for Chad to pop the question and the students were so excited. Taylor turned the lights off because there was a big window on the classroom door so Alex wouldn't be able to see in the classroom window right before she walked in. Taylor texted the principal to let her know that everything was ready and she could send Alex back to the classroom. Time passed and no response from the principal. The kids are five years old, so they could only last so long sitting in a straight line with signs in their hands. Oh, that is a tough tough task. Finally, the door starts to open. So Taylor turns on the lights. Chad gets on one knee beside the kids, holding up the signs, and they quickly realize that it's not Alex. It's the janitor. Somehow the janitor didn't even see the kids on the other side of the room and walked in with all of his cleaning supplies with headphones in jamming to music. He was singing Baby Come Back and Slow Dancing into the room with his mop. That sounds like it's from a movie. By the time the janitor realized what was going on, Alex walked in the classroom behind him, even more confused than the janitor. By this point, the kids were pissed. They were so confused and half of them had a meltdown, kicking and screaming on the floor, saying they were ready for their nap, and the other half were dying laughing at the janitor singing to his mop. Pretty much, Alex walked into what looked like Chad proposing to the singing janitor (laughs) and Taylor trying to calm down 25 screaming five-year-olds. Chad and my sister just laughed it off, and after everything settled down, Chad got to pop the question and Alex said yes. 
They've been married for five years now and have two kids. They still laugh about it to this day. And we think it's the best proposal of all time. Oh my gosh. That is hilarious. That would be so stress-inducing to have like yeah. your kids participate You're just like, in it. Yeah, stay still, kids, yeah. and they're just freaking out. Oh, and you know, like five-year-olds, the worst. They're just so antsy. The age, that age is just yeah. Okay, hi, ladies, love you all. You are such a bright source of happiness in this dark time. I will just get into this awkward encounter for you. I'm a photographer, and I had a couple reach out to me for photos of their third-year dating anniversary. So sweet. About thirty minutes into the shoot, while the girl is changing outfits, the guy informs me he's about to propose, and that's why he wanted pictures. So clever of him. He asked me if I could give him a signal for the right moment, a lighting pose, etc. I told him that I would suggest a pose that involves him getting a few feet behind her so he had time to get on one knee without her noticing. We decided that I would tell him to run up behind her and pick her up on the count of three, but instead he wouldn't run at all and she would be confused and turn around to find him on his knee. Oh, that's cute. Oh, that is cute. Truly magical in theory, except he seems to forget this entire plan in the five minutes to follow. As I get them in the perfect position, I tell them my pose idea. Okay, how about you go backwards a few feet and then run and pick her up when I count to three? He nods and I'm feeling oh so sneaky. One, two, three. To my surprise, the guy actually runs and picks her up. I'm immediately confused and think he just didn't catch that that was my actual plan. I say it didn't turn out right and ask him we try again. You know, assuming that this would be the shining moment. Again, the guy does the pose exactly as I described. Oh my gosh. My face is red as I make them do this dumb pose for a third and fourth time before realizing this sweet boy has no idea that this is the signal we discussed five minutes prior. I awkwardly just asked them to move along at the location and find a new spot because I was so embarrassed of this failure of a proposal, lol. (laughs) As we continued walking, he then took a knee out of nowhere and I barely got a photo of it. We love a well-executed proposal (laughs) plan. I hope they they enjoyed the 40 plus photos I delivered of the stupid running pose, lol. Oh my gosh. That's so funny and such like a dude thing to do. Yes. But also as a photographer myself, like I can just imagine the stress for her because she like wants to get this moment perfect. Mm -hmm. But also the guy should have told her before the photo show. I was about to say, shouldn't he have like emailed her and then they could have a a set plan? For sure. That's weird that he's just like, she's changing. He's like, oh, P.S. Like I'm going to pop the question. It's like, dude, okay, give me a second to like think of a plan. Yeah, seriously. Like she was quick on her feet to even think of that plan. No, definitely. Wow. Jeez. Okay, my boyfriend, now husband, invited me to go with him to San Diego for a second look, what medical schools do to try and convince students to attend there. I was so excited and literally thought nothing of it because we hadn't been ring shopping. The last thing on my mind was an engagement. The morning of our road trip started out perfectly fine, but it was a super hot summer day, and I almost always get car sick. By the time we were driving through St. George, it was 90 degrees, and the AC in my boyfriend's car was completely broken. Heat and car sicknesses do not go well. Together. I was in such a bad mood because I felt so sick. We rolled down all the windows, which were freaking blowing hot air, by the way. And because they rolled down, we didn't even talk because I couldn't hear him and he couldn't hear me. I tried to sleep as much as possible, but the heat and the car sickness also caused me to have a migraine. Wow. Okay, oh, that okay. sounds horrible. That's Haney. <laughs> you can imagine this train wreck. I threw up at every single stop we made and was so miserable. To my utter shock and horror, my boyfriend woke me up and told me to look around. We were headed to downtown Disney, not San Diego. I was looking ratchet to say the least. <laughs> had thrown up all day. My hair was a complete rat's nest from the windows being rolled down. And we hadn't spoken during the 11-hour drive. My poor boyfriend. Little did I know that he was already so nervous and had an incredible proposal 
Once we were in downtown Disney, he surprised me and told me he got tickets for us to enjoy Disneyland for the evening. I felt so bad that I was not feeling well, so I was trying my best to fake some excitement. I really do love Disneyland, but not while sick. Oh, there's nothing worse, truthfully. Haney, haney, haney. Being sick and tired of being in Disneyland is hell. Yeah, that's horrible. Like I said earlier, an engagement wasn't on my mind one bit. However, as the sun was starting to set, he turned to me and said, we should go take a picture by the castle. Ha 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 ha. If only you knew that my boyfriend hates pics. I was so confused, but went with it. (laughs) The second he went up to a worker and gave her his phone, I knew something must be up. He pulled out a handmade book that was our fairy tale story. (gasps) Oh, that's so cute. For everyone that knows me, they can imagine how completely embarrassed I felt to be handed this in public. (laughs) I thought she was going to say how much I would love this. Yeah. At the end of the book, he got down on one knee and proposed with the ugliest ring, which he later told me was his mom's from her first marriage, and that he only used it so that the engagement would be a complete surprise. He later let me design my own ring that I love. You can just picture my face in this moment, shocked, especially by the ring that I did not choose. Of course, I said yes, and despite all the things that went wrong that day, it really was a sweet and unforgettable moment. (laughs) This day, we laugh about it, but looking back, I feel so bad for my husband because all of that went wrong leading up to it. Anyways, love your podcast so much. My sis and I talk about it all the time and wear your merch. You ladies are the cutest. Oh, that would, oh. okay. That's that's so hard because I was thinking. If, if he gave me a ring that I didn't That's pick. what I was going to say. If you, you're like looking forward to this moment your whole life and then he gets on one knee and it's like a heinous ring. You're yeah. like, wait, you do not even know me. Like yeah. what's happening? Uh-huh. You know, I feel like your reaction and would just be. it's hard to fake it. Like it's hard to be like, oh, cute. Yeah. Cute. You're like, what? And then when he says, well, this is not the real ring. You're like, okay. But it's like you, he can't obviously give you a disclaimer before. So you're just shook. That's funny. Oh my gosh. Okay. Hi girls. I love your podcast. It's such a godsend, especially during this mega fun pandemic. I've been. Love the positivity. (laughs) I've been waiting to have a funny story to send in. Anyways, this is actually not my story, but a friend's story. We'll call the happy couple Ashley and Drew. Drew was getting ready to propose to Ashley, and he decided to run the proposal by all of Ashley's closest girlfriends. We were all so excited because he had the sweetest proposal planned. Little did we know, Drew was also running it past his best guy friends. Big mistake. (laughs) Drew's friends thought it would just be the funniest thing to turn the proposal into a prank. No. That's right. The most exciting day of Ashley's life thus far was being turned into a prank. They all agreed on a small thing, (laughs) but the more they got talking, they decided it should be big. So here's what went down. Ashley's family went to Lake Powell every summer on a houseboat. Here's the thing. How how do we get invited to Lake Powell? I have never been my whole life, and everyone I know except for you has been. Have you been? No. Oh. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, how do I'm like, we need a friend of the houseboat. We don't need a rich friend. We we're the rich friend. We are them. We're okay. We're getting a houseboat. (laughs) Stay tuned. Um, okay. Sells all my belongings for a houseboat and like pal. Drew and his friends decided it would be funny if Drew took Ashley on a jet ski ride and then proposed in the middle of the lake at sunset. The prank though was to have two rings so that he could accidentally drop the fake one into the water to freak her out just to have the real ring waiting. Okay, that's kind of okay, funny. Okay, that's funny. So that's exactly what he does. However, instead of dropping the fake <gasps> ring into the li- middle of Lake Powell, oh. which by the way is a Huge. Like, he dropped the real, very expensive ring into the water. 
I'm he sick. Didn't, I'm he sick. He didn't realize his mistake, though. He let Ashley freak out over the ring for a few minutes and then pulled out the backup one. However, much to his surprise, he pulled out the fake $5 Walmart one. No. This sent him into a major panic. And long story short, Drew and Ashley's brother and dad swam around for hours into the night and finally did find the ring, <gasps> which is a miracle. No, they did not. At the bottom of the lake? I don't even know. Moral of the story, guys, do not think for one second that it is a good idea to turn the happiest day of a girl's life into a prank. You'll probably ruin it. If the girls approve your proposal, stick with it. Luckily, Ashley did say yes after hours of not talking to Drew, and they're now happy and married. Anyways, I hope that wasn't all too hard to follow. Love you both. Thank you for spreading so much light. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe they found the it. The horror. When I hit, like think that I lost my ring for 0.1 second, the horror. The horror. I have literally never oh taken off my, my wedding gosh. ring. Like maybe, maybe I've taken off it off twice my whole marriage. Really? Yeah. I never take it off for I anything. I think we've talked about this before. I take my ring off every single time I take a shower and every single time I'm like in water or anything. Like wa- doing the dishes, washing my hands. Like, you are not, kidding. Not washing my hands. Not washing my hands. But like doing the dishes or anything. You're kidding. I literally yeah. like wear it in the ocean. Like literally I've never taken it oh off. Oh my gosh. Because it's I like never so- went to the beach. Really? No, I always like put it away. I feel like I'm less likely to lose it if I just never take it off. Yeah. Or, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I will say though, I wore it in the, I've worn it in the ocean and like the top of it got, um, I don't know what the word is, but like cut off kind of. So it's flat now instead of pointed, oh. which is obviously not huh. great. But yeah. Weird. Yeah. I think the reason I am scared, I'm not scared of like it coming off and me losing it. I'm scared of one of the diamonds falling off. Yeah. Because one of mine has fallen off before. Oh, really? Yeah. Like one of mine in the band. Mm. And luckily we had like a warranty on it. So we got it replaced. But I just remember Nick saying like, if you lose the whole ring, we can't get a new one. But if you like, if it like breaks or if there's like, you know, yeah. a diamond falls off or something, you can replace it. But. Yeah. Do you feel like you'll ever get a new wedding ring? Like… Well, I feel like I want a wedding band at some point. Like maybe for our five or 10 year anniversary, mm-hmm. like a nice little band. But I truly just love my ring so much that I'm like, I don't want to add anything to it because I love the simplicity of it. Like I love the shape of it. So I yeah. don't know what, I don't even know what band I would add that I would like. I know people always ask me why I don't have a wedding band. And it's just because I don't want one. I remember yeah. I tried some on with it. And I'm like, I don't really Same. like this. Yeah. Like I just prefer it very simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. So I got engaged towards the end of June. My fiance did a great job and planned it so well, but there were a couple surprises we were not prepared for. When we had our first kiss, it was at the top of a mountain on a 12-mile round-trip hike. 12 miles? 12 miles, really? Wowza. It was one of my favorite hikes, and it's beautiful but exhausting. When we got to the top, he had our friend that's a photographer put out candles and rose petals all around the spot. We sat for a while, and he pulled out a bottle of Martinelli's sparkling cider. I drank a little bit but could only take a couple sips because the carbonation after climbing to the top of a mountain was not great. He didn't want to try to carry the bottle back without spilling anything, so he decided to chug the rest of it. A couple miles down, he started to feel really sick and decided that he wasn't going to make it to the bathroom at the trailhead. He went off trail a bit and was gone for like 15 minutes while I was starting to get worried. He finally came out and said he had to make do with what he had and ended up burying his underwear because he made a mess. Besides that little hiccup, it was perfect and we are very happily married. Wait, I missed the part where he proposed. (laughs) When did he propose? I'm so confused. I'm sure he proposed at the top and then as they're going down. Yeah. Huh? Did I miss something? I think she just didn't talk about it. Oh, oh, oh. 
I think that's he so just funny. proposed at the top, and then this is their story of going down. Oh the mountain. yeah, when we got to top, he had a friend that's a photographer put out candles and rose petals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So they got engaged. I just missed the <laughs> most important part. Oh my gosh! Wowza! That should have been in our embarrassing stories one. Seriously, we love the poop ones there. Hello, ladies. Of course, I want to start off by saying that I love you two and the podcast. My best friend recommended the podcast to me, and I've almost caught up on all the episodes. Love, love, love listening to you two, especially while stuck in quarantine. Aw. Anyways, here is my crazy engagement story that happened in my family. My dad's cousin, not sure what that makes him to me, lol. His name is Chad. Chad has not had the best luck with women in his life, but this one was a doozy. Back in 2010, he got—why do I feel weird about saying 2010? 2010, whatever. He got engaged to this woman named Tiffany. After their engagement, just months before the wedding, Tiffany tells Chad that she's going to run into town and get some groceries. Tiffany and Chad, those names alone. Yeah. She takes his truck and leaves. A few hours go by and Tiffany still hadn't returned. He tried calling her, but they all went to voicemail. The next morning, Tiffany still hadn't returned, so Chad filed a missing persons report. Oh my god. He didn't hear from her until four days later. He got a text from her saying, need help somewhere in Lawton in dark room. White man, please help me. What? Chad reported this to the police and they sent out investigators to try and find her. The investigation lasts a month and Chad even became a suspect at one point, but a polygraph test proved his innocence. What they the ended up, heck? How is this going to turn into a proposal? They ended up finding an old computer of hers and found an email sent to someone in Texas named Steve. They tracked down Steve's phone, which was in a motel in Corpus Christi, Texas. Police took a trip to Texas, entered the motel room, and found Tiffany in the room. Safe and sound, and definitely not kidnapped like she had claimed. Turns out Tiffany was never kidnapped. She took Chad's truck that day and was headed straight to Texas. She sent the fake kidnapping text to Chad a few days later. She even stopped at a pawn shop along the way to sell a heart necklace Chad gave her for some extra cash. In the end, Tiffany was arrested for unauthorized use of Chad's truck and for false reporting of a crime. She dodged jail time by agreeing to work enough to pay back the $34,000— it cost police to hunt her down. She ended up getting married to a man who helped search for her, who was low-key afraid she what? wouldn't show up on the wedding day, but she did, lol. And Chad moved on as well. Last I heard, he is still dating around here and there. Sorry this is so long, and if you want to check out the story, just Google search Oklahoma Runaway Bride. I think there was a 2020 special on ABC about it too. Oh, they were going to get married. So that's the— pr- Yeah, she said not exactly a proposal story, but a runaway bride because oh. they did get engaged, and oh, then this happened. Oh, I think I missed that part. Okay. Yeah. I was like, what the heck? Yeah, like when is he going to propose? Fake getting kidnapped? Come on. That's crazy. Come on. That is insane. You think you're never going to be able to like post on Facebook again or something? <laughs> like what? Some people. Okay, this is the last one. I just wanted to start off with sending good vibes your way during this crazy time. And you're literally my favorite podcast to listen to. I've even restarted listening to my favorite episodes that are conveniently downloaded. Anyways, let's get into the story. Let's give some background to this. So my boyfriend and I met two years ago. We met on this app called Plenty of Fish. I know those can be deceiving, but your girl picked a winner. Nice. We talked for like two weeks and then met up and instantly hit it off. We hung out that day and every day since. He's my best friend. Oh, so for our two-year anniversary coming up, he told me, hmm, you should get your nails done. Okay, you guys, here's the thing. He has never, ever just said, let me take you to get your nails done. And also, let's go and get your hair done as well. I was like, hmm, okay, something is going to happen this weekend. And I was ecstatic. He booked a hotel in Austin a couple of months prior and had a whole day planned. We went to these beautiful museums, and I for sure thought something was going to happen. At one point when we were exiting one of the exhibits, 
He gets down on one knee and I screamed yes. He said, why are you screaming? I looked down and he was just tying his shoe. (laughs) I played it off to be so excited for this random painting on the wall as if I knew anything about the artist. And he said, oh yeah, that's beautiful. Oh, Again, we went to the aquarium and- The aquarium. Yeah, why did I say that? (laughs) The awkward aquarium. And we're in this room all by ourselves and he gets down on, on his knee and I scream yes. And yet again, his effing shoe was untied. You guys, these chukka- Bootlaces were made out of a different material for a shoelace, and at this point, I hated them. He again said, why are you screaming yes? I was mortified. I said that seal just kissed that other seal, and he said, wow, you're getting pretty excited today. Just don't do this at dinner, lol. Okay, okay. Okay. In my head, I'm thinking, okay, maybe it's going to happen there. We went to Vince Young's steakhouse, and we finished up dinner, and he grabs my hand and tells me, do you think this finger, my ring finger, is missing anything? And I reply with, yes, maybe one day you will put a ring on it. Emphasis on the one day. He was about to say something and then the waiter came and he paid for dinner and we walked outside and waited for the valet. It was freezing and it was almost the end of the night. A tear rolled down my cheek and then the waterworks came. He freaked out and said, oh my gosh, why are you crying? And I said, I'm just emotional. My period must be coming soon. That's always a good one to back up to. (laughs) He was confused. And we get back to the hotel, which was our plan to go back and watch Netflix, which we always have done after a long day. He turns to me in the room and says, why were you crying? I said, I thought something was going to happen. And he said, something like what? Then he says, like, I'm going to get down on my knee and pull out a box out of my pocket and say, will you marry me? He does all of those things in that order. And he starts crying. I started crying. He said, I'm waiting for you to scream yes. And I cried even more and hugged him and whispered yes. Oh, wait, I'm crying? He said he wanted to keep it simple. He asked me to be his girlfriend when it was just the two of us watching Netflix in my apartment. He told me he loved me when it was just the two of us watching Netflix. And he wanted to ask me to be his wife when it was just the two of us watching Netflix. I'm crying. That's so sweet. That's so cute. That's so sweet. I'm shook that she's just like so enthusiastic. She's like, yes, every time. It's like, girl. That's literally like um, Jim and Pam from The Office. Like when he gets down to tie his shoe and she's like. (gasps) That is so funny. That's so dang cute. Also, it is like you kind of, if they're like, get your nails done. We're going on a trip. And you're like out all day. You're just like, when's it going to happen? Yes. Oh my gosh. That's so cute. Okay. You know what? I have a piece of advice for guys. You should start paying for her to get her nails done often Mm -hmm. so that it's not a shock. Because when that's always the telltale sign when they're like, yeah, you should get your nails done. It's like, okay, you've never said that to me before. Or get her friend to like ask her to go with you. I'm trying to manipulate the men to give us manicures. (laughs) (laughs) So start paying for her to get her hair and her nails done often so that it's not a shock. Make his pockets hurt. That's right. Um, Okay, well, thank you guys so much for writing in all those wonderful stories. Chelsea and I are both, we both just teared up at that Mm -hmm. last one. Very sweet. Um, Thank you guys for always participating in these episodes because you make these possible for us. Definitely. And you guys always pull through. Like, we're always just, sometimes we're like, oh, I hope people have good stories because obviously we want them to be fun and entertaining. And you guys literally always pull through. Always. thank you so much for participating. If you guys want to follow our What We Said podcast Instagram, it's just at What We Said podcast. And that's kind of our hub where we give you guys updates and where you can buy our merch. By the way, our pink awesome sweatshirt, a lot of you guys have asked about that. It is out of stock at the moment. And because of the virus... We won't have it for a little bit, but we will be restocking it once all of this craziness ends. But in the meantime, our white hoodie, our black hoodie, and the white sweatshirt with the blue awesome on it is still available. We've both been wearing them so much during this quarantine. And I sometimes forget to post about it. You know when you just forget to post about things? But then so many people will message us, and I'm like, wait, why do we not tell people we have March? Yeah. 
If you guys want our merch, it's still available. You guys can find it on our Instagram. We have like a little link tree in our bio. So if you click that, it's like all the different links for everything. Everything you could possibly want to know about us. Yeah. So check that out. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to give our podcast a rating and review. If you have some free time, which we know you do during Mm -hmm. this quarantine, go ahead and rate and review the podcast. It helps us a lot. And we're always super grateful for that. But thank you guys for listening. And we will talk to you next Tuesday. And that's That's what what we we said. said. Goodbye.